Welcome to Follow, a Latter-day Saint scripture poetry podcast. My name is Mary Jane Rice. Thank you for joining me today. The reading this week is Acts chapters 1 through 5. The poem I'm sharing today was inspired by Peter healing a lame man at the temple, as recorded in Acts chapter 3, verses 1 through 8. If you'd like to read along, you can find this poem on my website at maryjanerice.com. Let's begin. After Pentecost I gaped when he healed a man born blind, laughed at adversaries struck dumb by his clever, well-chosen words, wept when he was spat on and beaten, and all I did was deny, deny, deny. I was not worthy to fasten his shoe, to do more than listen awestruck. But when God calls from shore, you jump out of the boat and go. I was pricked by splintered light like white flame. I fluttered as one who hears a long-gone friend's foot on the step. At the temple, I fastened eyes on a broken man begging mercy, took him by the hand, and leapt again toward the call. This poem is about Peter coming into his own as the leader of the fledgling Christian church. The early Christians at this time were still participating in Jewish worship. They didn't seem to see themselves as separate from Judaism, but rather as faithful Jews who were witnesses of the fulfillment of Messianic prophecy. It isn't until later that the distinction between Christians and Jews becomes more obvious and set. Part of that is because of Gentile converts and the changes in policy surrounding the Law of Moses that made it easier for Gentiles to convert to Christianity. And part of it was due to the reaction of the Jews who wanted to disassociate themselves from Christianity. So Peter and the other apostles were still worshiping at the temple in Jerusalem, which they recognized as a sacred place. This is where he met the man who was lame from birth. Um, this reminded to me the, the instance when Jesus healed a man who was blind from birth. So by healing this man, it seems like Peter is following in Jesus' Jesus's footsteps more fully. During his ministry, remember, Jesus emphasized the need for Peter to have faith numerous times. I don't think that was because Peter was especially faithless, but because Jesus knew that for him to successfully lead the church in the future, he was going to need a lot of faith, not just to perform miracles, but to endure the trials that were coming and to keep moving forward for his entire life. The lame man seemed to suffer from either a lower body paralysis, or maybe he had a deformity to his feet and ankles. It's hard to say for sure. I do wonder how Peter felt to be forming to be performing the same kind of miracle that Jesus performed. He and the other apostles already had experience healing the sick during Jesus's lifetime when they were serving their missions. But I also remember that they couldn't heal some people, at least not with the same immediacy that Jesus did, such as the epileptic boy. Note that Peter performed this miracle in Jesus's name, which I imagine was how they did before perform the miracles in Jesus's name, the healings. Um, and this recognizes 
who did the actual healing. It wasn't Peter, but it was Jesus. This miracle understandably drew a large crowd, so Peter took the occasion to preach to them. I wonder if he knew he was going to do that before he came or if he was inspired in the moment. Now that he has the Holy Spirit with him, a lot of direction might have been coming in the moment. In any case, he speaks to the people in the temple courtyard, saying that they and their leaders had acted in ignorance when they delivered Jesus to be crucified. He didn't accuse them of deliberate malice, but he challenged them to repent now that they could see that Jesus' death didn't end his power on the earth. Um, Peter made a direct connection to Jesus from an ancient prophecy stating that God would raise up another another prophet like unto Moses. Latter-day Saints will recognize that this prophecy is sometimes connected to Joseph Smith because we associate the phrase restitution of all things with the Latter-day restoration of Jesus' church. But the first and greatest fulfillment of this prophecy was through Jesus, the Son of God. Um, As we do today, Peter saw his own time as a restoration of lost truths that were necessary for salvation. I personally think that the Latter-day Church is very similar to the early church, not because we do exactly the same things in exactly the same way, but because we have grown and faced similar challenges and including periods of apostasy and trouble adapting to new and unfamiliar policies. It took a while for those early church leaders to establish how things would be done and to flesh out their understandings of important doctrines based on continuing revelation, both in the early church and in the restoration church. In a true and living church, there will always be more revelation and more answers to questions. So the restoration goes on and on. Now I'll read the poem for you again. After Pentecost, I gaped when he healed a man born blind, laughed at adversaries struck dumb by his clever, well-chosen words, wept when he was spat on and beaten, and all I did was deny, deny, deny. I was not worthy to fasten his shoe, to do more than listen awestruck. But when God calls from shore, you jump out of the boat and go. I was pricked by splintered light like white flame. I fluttered as one who hears a long-gone friend's foot on the step. At the temple, I fastened eyes on a broken man begging mercy, took him by the hand, and leapt again toward the call. Today I have something extra for you. My friend Jeanette Booth composed the music for this children's song that I wrote titled Soft and Gentle Holy Spirit. It was inspired by Acts chapter 2 where you can read a description of the Spirit being poured out on a group of disciples on the day of Pentecost, also known as the Jewish festival of Shavuot. I think that's how you pronounce it. I apologize if I got it wrong. These lyrics were intended to teach children a few of the ways they can feel the influence of the Holy Ghost. At the end of this podcast, I'll share a recording that Jeanette made of her children singing the song. Now I'll read the lyrics for you. Soft and gentle, like a blanket, wrapping me in peace and love. This is how the Holy Spirit brings God's comfort from above. 
soft and gentle like a whisper, teaching me to choose the right. This is how the Holy Spirit guides me in the path of light. Soft and gentle like a candle, glowing, burning warmly too. This is how the Holy Spirit testifies of what is true. That's all for today. You can find more of my poetry at facebook.com slash latterdaysaintpoetry or visit maryjanerice.com. That's M-E-R-R-I-J-A-N-E rice.com. My contact information is in the show notes along with a link to Jeanette's website where you can download sheet music for Soft and Gentle Holy Spirit. Please stay tuned at the end of this episode to hear a recording of that song. Thank you for listening. May your time spent in the scriptures this week be rewarding.